eveningpod.o podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to day 19 of National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Data Podcast, where I'm giving you daily small bits and pieces of what I normally do in the show without going on for too long, I hope. <laughs> that That's the best I got. I, I can hope. That's that's all I got. <laughs> so, I hope you enjoyed our, our little story yesterday. I realize now I probably could have, as far as like editing of piecing that story together and how I delivered the story, I probably could have done a better job of it, but you know, hey, it is what it is. But anyway, today, because I was, I was thinking about it and I was like, I could just do a few more books. And I was like, I don't want to do book after book after book. I want to kind of spread them out a little bit. So today I wanted to give kind of a garden update because I did one in the, in the beginning and you know, some things have changed in the last couple of weeks and it's a quick and easy thing I can knock out on the weekend. So I'd mentioned that I have carrots, celery, a rainbow sweet corn and green beans that were giving me trouble and cucumbers. And I don't remember if I mentioned that I had just randomly planted some potatoes, just kind of scattered them throughout the garden, wherever I could find space. So, update a few weeks later, all but one. So, if you remember, I had one good, like, green bean plant that was coming up and was doing well. Well, it died. It, I don't know if it got windblown or the dog stomped on it or whatever, stem snapped, it dead. I have, technically I have two, but in the three times I've replanted my green beans, I've now got, like, two that are that grew up out of the same hole. I probably need to pull one out just so it doesn't, uh, they aren't sitting there fighting for resources, but with everything else in the bed, it's they're, they're fighting for resources anyway, but I've got one. I'm just going to call it one last little green bean plant of hope. It's not growing very fast, but then I was reminded that the green beans don't grow fast in the beginning. In the beginning, they sit there and, they, you know, they spring up a few leaves and then they start burrowing down and they spread their roots. And so they, they kind of stall out topside. Once they've got some leaves to collect sunlight and water and everything, then they start kind of spreading out underneath so that they have a deeper root bed. So they're stronger and get, do the things that green beans and bean plants in general do to the soil. So like, okay, in a few weeks, It'll explode up top, and the next thing I know, I'll, I'll have a shit ton of green beans. Hopefully. If it doesn't freeze, because it's getting pretty cold here now. So that's a slight concern. But they did well last winter, so I don't think it's going to be a big problem. On the corn front, I told you I had to fight off all the caterpillars. So far, I haven't had anything come back. And now I have tassels, and I've got some silks coming in. I've got about five or six ears that have sprung up that I have been slowly trying to make sure are fully pollinated so I can get some good results out of them. The tassels on the top haven't all uh, opened up fully to let their pollen out. So I've just kind of been keeping an eye on them and I've been real careful. I'm actually going in with, 
with my shears and clipping off one little strand of the tassels and going and hand pollinating the ears just to be sure. <laughs> because you know, in the past I've gone and I'll just like hug a whole big group of corn and it, yes, it looks exactly like I'm describing it. I just kind of gr hug the whole big group of corn and just shake them really crazy. And so they'll drop a shit ton of pollen on them. But that method kind of relies on me also getting covered in pollen that could be going on the corn. So I'm, I'm going to try and go the more direct route. Um, hope I still got a half of them haven't popped their tassels or any silks or anything yet. So... I'm looking at it pretty good if they all are, I'm getting like two to three ears per stock. So I, I could have a pretty good corn harvest this year if it all uh, comes in. So I'm excited. They look like they're going to be really small ears though. Much like the glass gem corn that we grow, it's really small ears. Maybe I think the biggest one we have is five or six inches. Whereas, you know, standard sweet corn is eight or 10 inches. You know, those big, honking ears of corn so it's gonna be interesting to see how these come out how big they are how they taste it's it's just a big experiment it's a big corn experiment <laughs> over on the green beans now i talked to green beans corn over there with the cucumbers unfortunately some weather conditions and a battle with uh, aphids ended up costing me one of my plants so i'm down to three they are growing. They're starting to work their way up the trellises. And they're doing all right. I'm starting to get flowers. It's still way too small for them to be fruiting or anything. So we're not going to have any cucumbers anytime soon. Yeah, I probably got another two feet of growth before I get cucumbers. But in cucumber land, that's two to three weeks. It'll be up there. And probably I should have uh, cucumbers by Christmas time. Which will be fun. And then I'll have to be picking cucumbers like every other day, which, you know, mildly annoying. But especially when it's cold out and I've got to get up early and go out and pick cucumbers before the dogs get them or they fall or anything like that. Checking them every day. Okay, this one's ready. No, that one's not ready. I'll give that one a couple more days. That whole spiel like I have to do every time we grow cucumbers. Back on the other side of the yard. Actually, no. In that bed with the cucumbers and over there with the... The struggling green beans are where I put all those potatoes, which I was like, huh, what's going on with the potatoes? Well, all of them blew up. All of the potatoes. I thought I, I went from, I don't remember how many I planted to, oh shit, I planted way more of these than I thought because next to the green beans, I've got, I think six potato sprouts coming up out of the ground. And I've got, I know I planted two over next to the, the cucumbers, but I've only got one coming up and that took forever. But I think it's because all of the little eyes, the, the no, I'm blanking the word for the nodes that are uh, on the uh, chits. Yes. All the little chits on the potatoes that I put by the cucumbers had broken off in the planting process. So it kind of had to reach it and then start sending out roots and sprouts and all the stuff. So... It makes sense, though, why those are taking longer to sprout. But at this point, the potatoes that I planted over there by the corn and green beans are actually bigger than the green beans. <laughs> and with the number of potato plants I've got coming up right now, I'm looking to actually have a pretty 
nice potato harvest this year. And I really, again, I'm really going to try and leave them in the ground as long as possible this time just to get the most out of them. I want to get the most out of my potatoes that I can this year because I always pick them early because I get impatient. I'm like, hey, that's a good sized potato. I'm just going to go and pick this and I'm just going to go pick this and wash it and eat it. I'm going to go make some french fries right now. So I like I I always do that with the potatoes. I never I never have the patience to wait for them to get to be full size and fully grown before I pick them and harvest them because I just want potatoes. Because <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> so I'm going to be patient this year, but I I'm I'm looking at potentially at a lot more potatoes than I've grown in the past. I think I've only ever had like 3 or 4 plants total. I've got seven or eight coming up right now i've got a lot of potential potatoes this year um which brings me to the carrot and celery bed so when you plant them you tend to kind of they get clustered and i know i said last time i wasn't going to thin them out but i just had to they a lot of the carrots were like i could see they're like okay there's one good carrot that's really growing the others are just kind of stringy roots and it's not really carroting out so let me get rid of all these thin non-carroting carrots and so i thinned out the carrots some and uh in the process i had a couple like oh this is actually carroting too bad and I, I pulled it you can't put it back it's just kind of the thing with carrots once they come out they're dead you can't transplant them you can't move them they're once they come out that's it so I was like, oh, okay, eat this carrot. Oh, okay, throw this little carrot nub to the dogs, whatever. Which was a, a horrible, horrible, horrible mistake. Because once they got a taste of the carrots and they saw where they were coming from, they proceeded to go and eat all my carrots. And it was both of the dogs. Because on one occasion, uh, letting the dogs out to go you do their business in the yard, let the dogs out into the yard, and I see my husky go straight to the carrot bed, face first, straight into the carrots. I'm like, you get the fuck away from there, you bitch. Get out of my damn carrots. And on another night, I the dogs were out, and my wife's dog comes in, and he's got carrot greens hanging from his mouth. I'm like, you fucking shit. Like, I've been blaming her for all of this, and you're over there stealing carrots, too. Like, mm, ah. So, at this point, I have one carrot left. I have two pieces of fencing covering it <laughs> to keep them from getting to it. <laughs> My one carrot. I shouldn't even care at this point. But, damn it, I, I have been very happy with the carrots I've grown in the past. And I want to get more carrots this year. I, I'm not getting them this year, but I want to get more carrots. I think I might try and get some in the early spring. I might give it another shot. Because it'll be warm, they'll grow, it won't be too too hot because they, they burn up very early. Um, so I think I'm going to try for some spring carrots again. But, you know, that's then. Right now, I also, right next to those, or my last living, my last holdout carrot, I have a bunch of celery because the dogs haven't touched the celeries. And at this point, they're just little, like, you know, sprout things that are starting to look and smell kind of celery. But again, when you, when you plant them you kind of cast a lot of seed together and so they get very clumpy and there's but the thing with celery is celery grows above the ground so you can transplant them you can dig them up and move them and spread them around so that they're not so clustered together so i have five or six nice little celery sprouts scattered about in there so i should be able to have some good celery returns i have no clue how long it's going to take 
Um, I, I have no like thought of having celery by Christmas time or New Year's or whenever. I have no clue. I might not have edible celery until September, until about September, until God, September would be awful until I'm thinking maybe February. That's when I'm kind of thinking I might have edible celery by that point. But, you know, it it's all an experiment and it's all for fun. And we're growing vegetables to, for fun to grow vegetables. You know, it's it's nice getting to grow my own vegetables and, and eat my own vegetables. But it's mostly for fun. And so, yeah, it's fun. I'm having, I enjoy my garden. I enjoy my garden time. I do not enjoy when my dogs eat my all my carrots. I don't know if you remember, if you were listening last year around this time, when uh, my husky ate all my carrots and all my celery. Like, I was about to be harvesting celery. Like, I probably could have pulled them before she got to them. But she went in and ate six whole heads, like whole plants worth of celery. And probably a couple dozen carrots in like two, three days. I was so pissed. <laughs> That's why I have all this fencing and stuff around them now, but they were, they got to them anyway. They just kind of pushed them all aside because the dogs are pretty big and they can do that. And they just kind of pushed the fencing stuff aside and, and got into everything and ate all my damn carrots <sighs> because she likes crunchy stuff. But I mean, that, that, that's kind of the, what happens when I give my dog vegetables. She goes and gets the freshest vegetables she can. But that it, it is what it is, you know. It's just the way it's going to have to be. But that, I think, is going to do it for me for today. Thank you for listening. Again, you can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places. And tune in tomorrow. I think tomorrow I'm going to be doing the classic children's book, Go the Fuck to Sleep. So until next time, oddballs, thank you and good night. <laughs>